Talking about protecting your kids from the indoctrination of the media, the thousands and thousands of images that are fed to children by the age of six or seven. And within those images, there are images mixed in that we don't know about as parents that are purposely mixed in to lower the kids' superpower and esteem so that they can be more susceptible to consumption and feel that they need to consume and become a part of the robotic numeric system that controls so much of the media. Through prayer, faith, Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison. These headphones are kind of whack. Anyway, Kanye West is back on track and doing appearances on his run for presidency. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. He kind of fell off the face of the earth. He got a new wife, got divorced from the new wife, got a new girl. Then they split up, then he got a new girl. And then he watched 21 Jump Street and forgave the Jews for all their indiscretions. And quite frankly, good on him. <laughs> Then he fired Nick Fuentes in a very cold-shoulder manner. Nick Fuentes has been MIA since the firing. Now, I will say, uh, last time I talked about this, I said the only person I think could actually drag this down would be Nick Fuentes, but I wasn't, you know, I'm not super familiar with his content. I'm not going to come out here and bash him and play the, the name-calling game. I've seen some clips of him that are bad. I've seen some clips of him that are good. I've seen some clips of his that I agree with and, I disagree, and some that I disagree with. Uh, I'm not a Christian nationalist. That seems to be the biggest sticking point between us. That's kind of it. You know, I'm not going to sit here and play the name call game. I don't really know much about Nick Fuentes or America First as a show. Not my forte. Not my thing. But, I did say he'd be pretty rough to keep on your campaign. And he's been fired. And Milo was someone I was actually kind of excited to see come back into the media. And when, uh, if you remember, when they went on TimCast... Nick Fuentes and Kanye were the ones going off the rail while Miley Nathos was sitting there trying to be like, can we stay on topic? It was worth going back and watching that interview. Because uh, Milo seemed genuinely bummed out when everything, you know, went to shit. I like Milo. He's kind of a wild card. He's a bit of a cackling joker of the political realm, and I enjoy it. I think, I'm not saying he's someone who should be trusted 110%, but... I definitely don't think he should be as ridden off as he is. He's also very savvy when it comes to politics and his engagement with it, as well as his commentary. He's very sharp. He's very witty. He's very well-connected. And you never know what he's got going on. Now, people will rush to call Milianopolis a grifter. He is a thousand percent not actually a grifter. Grifters don't advertise to you what they're doing. He does. He says he feels slighted by Donald Trump, so does Kanye. He says that he feels abandoned by the cause, he feels like he was left behind, and when he got cancelled, no one rushed to his defense, and he was left flying in the breeze. And I agree with that assessment. Now, he's come out and like the forced conversion thing, and uh, like the adopting kids when he had a husband, and then now splitting up with a husband, and trying to become a heterosexual male. And pursuing a Christianly relationship, which he talks about, he does make money on. Again, he talks about making money on all this stuff, so it's not like he's hiding it. 
He also says he wants revenge on Donald Trump. And a lot of people hate him for it, but and they call him a grifter exclusively because of that. But it's like, you can't call him a grifter if he says everything he's planning on doing and what his intentions are. So let's get into this TMZ article. We have one more article after this. It's going to be a short episode. I got some clips uh, for you guys afterwards. So let's just enjoy this. Kanye West, Miley Annapolis. Where are my glasses? <clears throat> Miley Annapolis back, leading, yay, 24 campaign. Nick Fuentes, booted. From... <clears throat> no, actually, is it, is it the 5th? It's the 5th. It's May 5th already. Wow. From May 4th at 1.15 p.m. Kanye is full steam ahead on his presidential campaign, bringing his former collaborator, Miley Annapolis, back into the mix. And their first order of business, firing Ye's controversial right-hand man, Nick Fuentes. I think Nick Fuentes was feeding into a, a lot of issues Kanye was having. Now... Something to keep in mind, we found out about a a, uh, a Canadian special intelligence agent who was operating as a Hollywood trainer, Pasternak. I'll leave a link to it in the description below, but this guy was named Harley Pasternak. He served as a Canadian special intelligence officer and um, what was the creepy term they had for him? The Canadian Fed will tell you himself what he did. 1997, I was an exercise and nutritionalist scientist in the military. I worked in a laboratory that focused on the effects of different drugs and foods on soldiers' ability to run faster, jump higher, and stay awake longer. In other words, he made them better, faster, stronger. I did not have a gun. I never rode in a tank. I never saw enemy fire and... On my, uh, on my life was never, and my life was never in danger. On the other hand, tens of thousands of brave men and women and soldiers risk their lives every day, yada, yada, yada. Now, why do I bring this up specifically? He specialized on the effects of various drugs and substances, including steroids and psychoactive substances, on soldiers, both willing and unwittingly. Then he comes here, and within about five months of moving to the U.S., he becomes a prominent trainer in 2004 to various Hollywood stars, his first client being Britney Spears. About a year and a half later, she would have a breakdown where she shaved her head and tried to break a car window. You might remember that fun little moment in history. God. 20 years ago. Now... A lot of clients, including an, another client that Pastor Nick had, was a artist named... Ow. Sorry, give me one second. Sorry, I rolled my foot a little bit. Ow. Anyway, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, too, would have a breakdown. And many other celebrities would follow suit. I'm pretty certain that a lot of the really unstable activity and behavior we saw from Kanye was coming from this Canadian special... A uh, special uh, health officer, health czar, I guess, was running the show. Kanye was probably on all kinds of drugs and unstable. And now that Pasternak's been ousted, and, you know, he's still doing his thing, he still has clients, but he's operating at a much lower profile than he used, so I'll leave a link to all of this. Second option, Pasternak continued, I have you institutionalized again, where they medicate you, me medicate the crap out of you, and you go back to Zombieland forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. 
is what the trainer texted Kanye. Kanye got rid of him. Kanye vanished from the spotlight, came back, made big business moves. Cut ties with a lot of business partners. And it seems slowly but surely Kanye is getting his head back on straight. And he's still calling out the establishment. So I, I, I think Nick Fuentes caught Kanye at this moment where Kanye was cold turkeying off of all of his medications because Kanye was talking about it. He goes, my trainer, he had me all these psychological drugs and they were fucking with my brain, man. I couldn't think. I couldn't do anything. They, they, they psychologically neutered Kanye. Also explains why the life of Pablo fucking sucked. And I think Nick Fuentes may have played into that a little bit. And, uh, oops. And with playing into that, push Kanye to play into a lot of these more erratic, unstable behaviors. For example, he went from calling out one specific type of, of uh, subgroup of Jewish people, Zionist Jews specifically, and it is true. They're, 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 they're sketchy. Uh, now, it's like the Scientology, but of, of, of the Jewish faith. Didn't really come around until about the 1930s, 1940s. By a, it was a former CIA asset. I don't know the whole story. I've forgotten a lot about it. Maybe I'll make that a deep dive for future reference because I do need to brush up on it. So there's a lot, of, a lot of question about it, and you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of concerning amount of power that uh, a certain group of people seem to have in this country. I, I think Kanye is, uh, I think Kanye is on the money a lot more than people are comfortable with admitting. But Nick Fuentes is. So far to one side that he's completely off the mark on this topic. Just from the clips I've seen. Now, I don't know all the details about it. Like I said, I don't really watch America First. But with with Fuentes out and Kanye now starting to do the stomping grounds again, he's going out to venues, he's going to hospitals, he's meeting up with people. Everything seems to be back on track with Kanye. He's rolling out. As we start rolling out again, Kanye Kanye is, is gearing up for something serious. I, I, I hope and I think. Now, do I think he'll ever be president? Probably not. Probably not. But he's also probably the only person running for the, running for presidency right now that's not looking to beat Trump or, or uh, sorry, he's probably the only person running that's not a Democrat that's actually running to try and beat Trump. Everyone else that's running on the GOP or running, uh, you know, against Biden, they're running for a position in Trump's cabinet. Kanye's not. Kanye's running because Kanye wants to run for president, and Kanye's got ideas. And I'd be curious. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him on, on the debate stage. I want to see it. And Miley Yiannopoulos is just so fucking savvy when it comes to PR that I, I, I think with Fentis out, this is a massive leg up. Kanye is full steam ahead with the presidential campaign. <clears throat> right hand man. TMZ obtained emails sent to Milo, sent from Milo, now officially Ye's 2024 director of political operations, to Nick Fuentes. And in one, he says, quote, <clears throat> let me do the thing. Your services are exploratory. Uh, on Ye's exploratory team are terminated and will be and will not be required for any possible future campaign. Ooh, doors closed on the way out. You'll recall Nick is the white nationalist who accompanied West during his trip to see Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago last fall. Again, I don't know if he's a white nationalist. I, I, I don't know. I, 
Again, I've seen... He's one of those people that people are, are going to label one way or another. Even if he is or if he isn't, I don't watch his content. I can't sit here and act like I know for certain one way or another. It's just... Don't know. Can't defend him. Can't, uh, can't uh, bash him either. Now, I do know uh, Kanye was the one who was invited to the Mar-a-Lago dinner. And the Mar-a-Lago dinner was originally set a couple days before the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Then the raid set it back three months. And then when they had it, uh, Trump told Kanye he could bring a plus one. Uh, Kanye brought, uh, invited Milo Yiannopoulos. And then Nick Fuentes was a surprise extra. And it did cause a lot of scur- it caused some issues with the security detail at the at the dinner, and not everyone was very thrilled about it. Trump threw a fucking fit about it. But let's uh, let, let's read this article, shall we? Or this little uh, email here that loads. Dear Ollie, I'm taking the reins again as director of Ye's political operations. Your service on Ye's exploratory team are terminated as of this letter. And will not be required for any future campaign. You will not be permitted physical access to the candidate or any staff or volunteers in organization from this moment. God damn, this is a full out fucking ban. This is this is this is it. But this isn't this is this is for Ali. I don't know who Ali is, but this is not the Nick Fuentes letter, and this one's already off to a blunt fucking scalpel start um to the candidate or any staff or volunteers in organization from this moment you may if you wish reach out to ye directly about the potential for a confidential unpaid remote (laughs) advisory service ouch such services may not be made public so they come with an NDA if it even happened at all now or in the future, upon re- receipt of this letter, and for the foreseeable future, we ask that you refrain from making any comment, public or private, about the candidate or Yay24 unless expressly authorized to do so in writing. We will make our own appointment about our own announcement about these personal changes at some point in the future. Please, uh, please furnish us with a copy of your of any records you hold related to the campaign by the end of the day today, including any students for yay email lists you may have stored copies of for your own uh, purposes. Yours faithfully, Malianopolis Yay Twenty Four. Now here's the big one, dear Nicholas. As you may know, I have been in Los Angeles for the past week with Ye, discussing his presidential aspirations. The result of those discussions is that I will be taking the reins once again as director of his political campaign, uh, political operations. Your service on Ye's exploratory team are terminated as of this letter and will not be required as of any possible future campaign. But I am writing to inform you that you may, if you choose, offer yourself to Ye as a remote unpaid advisor, which that's not going to happen. This private and confidential position, but this would explain why Nick Fuentes went quiet. Because I saw a lot of people asking about that uh, on Twitter and stuff. And, and like I said, I don't watch the show, so I don't follow it. 
Uh, the only thing I could see show that he uploaded uh, it was just it was like a fucking uh, it was a, a, a gab post, but I don't know. It's like a screenshot of it. And people were just claiming it was his last one, so I don't know for certain. Again, I don't follow the guy very closely. I don't know a whole lot about Nick Fuentes. So I'm staying as neutral on him as I possibly can. Just saying what I've seen. Anyway. Uh, offer yourself as a remote, unpaid advisor. This private and confidential position may not be made public. Upon receipt, uh, upon receipt of this email and for the foreseeable future, we ask that you refrain from making any comment, public or private, about the candidate or Yay24, unless expressly authorized to do so in writing. We will make our own announcement about these uh, personal changes at some point in the future. Please ask your assistant blank to contact me on blank immediately to perform an orderly handover of Yay24.com domain and any associated digital assets. I ask that you refrain uh, that you furnish us with a copy of any records you may hold related to the campaign by the end of the day today. Not to be nitpicky, there should be a comma between day and today, uh, Milo. Let me know if you have any questions or need any further information. Yours faithfully, Milo Yiannopoulos. I think this is an absolute win to have Milo back, personally speaking. Milo also fired off the ex- uh, off an exit email to Ali Alexander. Got it. Another of Ye's political advisors who was recently forced to apologize after being accused... Oh, yes! I heard about this a little bit. Yes, yes. Uh, was recently forced to apologize after being accused of asking teenage boys for sexual pictures. Yeah, Milo probably warned him against hiring these people, and uh, Ye didn't listen to him. Now Ye got humbled. We reached out to Milo, and he confirmed the details in the emails. He also says he's been in L.A. for the past week talking to Ye about his political, his presidential aspirations. You'll recall Milo was reportedly removed from the campaign team last year after Ye's controversial interview with Alex Jones. And he reportedly blamed Nick and Ali for his firing. Yeah. Um, Milo, and this is just things have been picked up and... Uh, alleged by people or who, who claim to know him or people who are saying there are certain people who are in a circle. Said that he told him not to go on Alex Jones, not to say this stuff, and to quit wearing the face mask, and that he needs to just be out there being, you know, normal Kanye, for what normal Kanye is. But he had lost full control over negotiation power and getting through to Kanye. Kanye started to ignore more and more of uh, Milo's um, counsel and Nick Fuentes, as I was saying earlier. This is just the general gist I've got from reading commons and going through chat rooms and honestly poll occasionally. Uh, on poll, there's, there were some interesting ch- chats about this like a week ago, but I didn't think I'd actually end up talking about it. And again, none of this is like, this is all just like stuff that I've just collected through like combing the internet. So Kanye ended up firing Milo. But at this point in time, Milo had already kind of been ousted in all the ways besides officially. And Nick Fuentes had taken over. I don't know who much about this Ali guy. I, I had heard that there's allegations that he was soliciting underage teenage boys. Uh, he was meeting at school campuses working for the Kanye campaign for sexual pictures and nudes and what and, and favors and whatnot. Again, I haven't looked super into it. I remember seeing people talking about that a couple months ago, but I, I didn't know the name. I, like, just Ali Alexander. Got it. Uh, he reportedly blamed Nick and Ali for his firing.
Now that Milo's back in the saddle, it would seem his next mission is finding out just how serious EA is about running for the White House, and after that, addressing the anti-Semitism West spewed for months. That ridiculous Jonah Hill theory he floated won't cut it on the campaign trail. You might be wrong. You might just be wrong about that. I'm not kidding. The meme's great. People are laughing at it. People seem to be enjoying it, so I wouldn't... Uh... I wouldn't exactly say it's not enough to cut it. And speaking of that, boop. Over here at Entertainment Weekly, Kanye West says Jonah Hill's 21 Jump Street performance made him like Jewish people again. Was it the, uh, was it the, uh, my name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. I really hope the guy who calls it uh, calls it Jif, when he gets to the pearly gates, he looks at God and calls him Jod. He says, what's up, Jod? And, and God just throws him to the underworld. Kanye West says Jonah Hill, reading that. Thank you, Jonah Hill, I love you, by Emily Travis, March 26, 2023. After months of spewing anti-Semitic remarks, rapper Ye, formerly known as Kanye, claims that he's had a change of heart thanks to Jonah Hill. Kind of like how Jonah Hill had a, had a change of heart on calories. The Donna rapper announced that he doesn't hate Jewish people anymore, despite previously wishing Deathcon 3 on them and praising Adolf Hitler because uh, Hill's performance in the 2012 movie reboot of, 21, of the show 21 Jump Street. Actually, I will leave a link to my episode about that. I will leave a link to this episode in the description below. I go a little bit more in-depth into the whole, um, like, Operation Paperclip, uh, certain aspects of Kanye's uh, views on who runs this country behind the scenes. What parts of it I think he's right on the money with. Some things I think he might be slightly off about. Some things I completely gave him way too much credit on. I'm thinking he was talking about it. So this is about an hour and a half. You want to go sit through that? I'm not striking my ego hard enough for you, for me to think you actually are going to, but if you want to know, there it is. Moving on. Uh, President Adolf Hitler, because Hitler's performance in 2012 movie reboot of the 21 of 21 Jump Street shifted his perspective. Now, again, with the praising Hitler thing, he didn't quite praise Hitler. He said there are things that I like about him. There's things that I like about everybody. And, look... The Volkswagen, Fanta, Volvo, chemo treatments, uh, amputation, anesthetic, uh, a lot of uh, fucking getting to the moon. These are all things that you, if you're being honest with yourself, you owe credit to the Nazis. If you don't believe me, look up who the first head of NASA was. He... I'm not going to tell you more details on that. Look up who the first head of NASA was. And it will say his Nazi roots. 
were not widely known. But they were known to the federal government because he was specifically picked out, him and about 700 Nazis that he recommended to be hired. Now, not all 700 of them got out, but goddamn, he rec- did a lot of the ones that he recommended get cherry-picked and went undocumented, too. So that's some of the stuff that I thought Kanye was talking about. Operation Paperclip. It's a f- mind fuck of a nightmare, folks. In the early hours of Saturday morning, Ye posted a photo of the action co- uh, action comedy poster on Instagram with the caption, quote, watch Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. Made me feel like a Jewish per made me feel like Jewish people, made me like Jewish people again. Sorry, I was having a stroke. No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. Yeah, Kanye. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semitic knowing Jesus is a Jew. Yeah, continued. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. (laughs) Oh, man. The memes are strong. Over the past six months, Ye has shared a series of disparaging remarks about Jewish people that led uh, that led social media platforms to suspend him twice for posting anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Semitic comments. And fashion brand Adida and Balenciaga and talent agency CAA to drop their partnership with him, which is all things that turned out Kanye was really hoping would happen, and they all happened. Ye's, offen- uh, Ye's offenses include an October tweet in which he threatened to go DEFCON, three on Jewish people, and a post two months later of an, imagi- uh, of an image of a swastika merged with the Star of David. Correction, that is a black Hebrew Israelite symbol. Uh, uh, I guess I'll leave a link to that, too. Wow, it's already been five months. Well, I'll leave a link to this episode in the description below. Yeah, it was a black Hebrew Israelite symbol. That, you know, not really a Nazi thing, though. Black Hebrew Israelites don't really like Jews. So there is some overlap there. I'm just saying it's not a a swastika, technically speaking. In December, Ye said he liked Hitler and defended the Nazis during a conversation with InfoWars conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Uh, motherfucker is, uh, nine, is nine, uh, nine and one right now, so watch your tone. During a conversation with InfoWars host, Alex Jones, who was ordered last year, completely irrelevant to the story, to pay one million in dam, one billion in damages to the families of Sandy Hook, tragedy, completely irrelevant to the fucking story, y'all know the details of this one, they're not seeing a single dime of that, but one billion in damages to the family of Sandy Hook shooting, because he used his First Amendment rights. There was no financial damages proven, so the fact that he got a defamation case thrown against him was absolute bullshit. Uh, Nazis did good things too, Ye said at the time. We've got to stop dissing, dissing the Nazis all the time. Later he noted, I see good things about Hitler also. That's what I was talking about. He said, look, you know, Hitler gave us a lot of things. And he talked about things like the Autobahn, talked about eight-speed engines, talked about the Hemi, talked about... He referenced a lot of things that I discuss in, 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 in this video here, with, like, Operation Paperclip, you know, NASA centers, martial history, um, dark, strange Nazi history in the beginnings of NASA, Pentagon, you, you know, I, 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 I go over pretty in-depth here. But yeah, no, Operation Paperclip, most of like the way we know to treat uh, frostbite, cancer, 
uh, hell, even the way we, we figured out how to split the atom came because of, like, Nazi research. Stolen documents or espionage, but we, we, we obtained Nazi research. And we've used it, we've used information from this dark, fucked up group of people in order to, uh, you know, in order to give amazing treatments to the world. And that's the trade-off. Oh, come on, six, six million... That's a little high. That's a little high. Give me shit in the comments below, but that's, that's a bit fucking high, mate. Six, six million? Oh, Dr. The, the fucking head of the ADL, the other head of the ADL says, never forget the 600 million or the 60 million. They even said six billion once, and it's like, bitch, you can't even get the fucking number right. Anyway, that's completely off the topic, but if we're going off the topic, you know, talking about fucking Alex Jones' lawsuit, I'm going to throw in my little spicy opinion business. Later noted, all that, all that, at the end of this, uh, that's the end of this article and this episode of Inside Four Walls. Kanye seems to be back on track and just blazing it up. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I have been your host, James Madison, and we will f- continue to follow the Yay24 presidential campaign. And I'm good, I'm happy to see it back on track. Kanye is always fun when he's campaigning, and this is shaping up to be one hell of a 2024 election cycle. That being said, folks, I've been here, James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls. Feel free to roast me in the comments below, and I shall talk to y'all later. Deuces. It's a responsibility for us as Americans to retake our power in media, to retake our power in our schools, to retake our power in our farms, to retake our power in our medicine, in our hospitals, to revitalize the country because America invented rock and roll at the end of the day. We have the inventions. America created Apple. You understand? Like we created the platforms that the world uh, that the world runs on now, and we've allowed the business people in these companies to sell us and whatever the term is, sell them in a handbag, whatever it is, for cheap. And Americans are God-fearing, for the most part, God-fearing Christian people, and we're not cheap, and we can't be sold for cheap. And we're here to stand up and say, you gotta honor who we are, our families, you gotta honor our God, Jesus Christ. They came to kill me and destroy me. They tagged me as a racist, they froze my accounts nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. Play out the coop at the lot, turn for a 12 for a swat, buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box, had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn field, I'ma get laid.